What's up and welcome to With Their Forces Combined, a D&D variant podcast where we explore the quaint town of Cattle Creek. You're listening to With Their Forces Combined. Combined. Andrew Kerkitsanis as your DM. With Corey Gray playing Barlow Cassidy. Alex Kerkitsanis as Ernie Debruchet. And Tom Raddow as Monty McFuzz. Last week, our detectives were involved in a trial by the jury of their peers regarding the alleged ongoing crimes at the time. They will incur fines if they are found guilty, but we shall see how this unfolds. The very handsome prosecutor has called up a number of witnesses to address the impending charges, and we join our adventurers mid-trial, with Old MacDonald on the stand. Do you agree to tell the truth regardless of the consequences? Well, shit, I do. Mr. McDonald, is it true that these two cowpoke used to work for you? Well, uh, well, yes, yeah, yes it is. And would you also say that they are familiar with your land and surrounding area? Well, yes, yes I would. Are you aware that they were trying to release your cows? Well, well, no, I wasn't um, until your uh, officers informed me that may be the case. Um, and then I, I start whispering to our lawyer at this point, like, when I hang on, only Lefty tried to release the cows. Can you confirm what you told the officers that came to your door two days ago? Well, um, I mean, I could, but I, I'd rather not say. Now, is it true that you told the officers that the defendants had just told you they had come from the mountaintop. Uh, again, I, I'd rather not say. And that upon further investigation on the mountain, our officers found the body of one Maddox Chuckles Jackson. At this point, old McDonald uh, just keeps his mouth shut, uh, looks down, and Detective Yorkland says, No further questions, Your Honor. Okay, I'm going to take this moment because I don't think I ever realized that this guy's name was Maddox Jackson. What a dope <laughs> name, and his nickname is Chuckles. <laughs> like, well, yeah, way to was... shoot yourself in the fucking foot, man. Well, no, because he was well, a I mean, chuckle he fuck. Didn't. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, he, he was other, a chuckle fuck. That's why we called him Chuckles. <laughs> That's yeah. what nicknames are. We yeah. weren't about to let him go on being Maddox Jackson, <laughs> being a chuckle fuck like that. I don't know. Lefty gave himself the nickname Lefty. <laughs> but that's different. That was an alias, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, aliens. If anything, that's that's why Monty slightly judges Ernie for giving his knife to Chuckles, right? He's like, we tried to warn you as a chuckle fuck. We literally put that label right on him, and you still lent him your nap. Yeah, fair play. Well, I, you know, Alex just put it together too, so it sort of makes sense. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh fuck this guy. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. About uh, Mr. Cassidy, your turn to interrogate the witness. Uh, yes, uh, well, uh, one moment, please. I just have to check my notes here. We like this guy. <laughs> he was always good to us. Good boss. 
just putting it out there. Uh, fellas, is there, is there anything that he said that was incorrect or that I could uh, maybe force him to not incriminate you fellas? Because that sounded pretty tight, quite tight question in there. Oh, besides the the, the cattle wrangling accusation, yeah, yeah, that's that, obviously false. That was neither myself nor Ernie, and as you've already proven. To be clear, all three of you are on trial right now, including Lefty. As a uh, Lefty is dead, in fact, he is, so he's not on trial. <laughs> uh, but it's the crimes committed by the posse. Let's just frame it oh, on true. Lefty. That's what he would have wanted. Um, <laughs> no, regardless, uh, you'd have to pay the fine or serve the jail mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Well, that's why Monty. No, but that's also why Monty doesn't feel bad saying it. Exactly, because he knows that like Lefty would want people to know that he tried to do that. It was clearly <laughs> some philosophical thing to him. Uh, the only thing that might be good is like we literally tried to solve this mystery a lot with Old McDonald. We questioned him. We we shared insights with him. Like it might be good to bring up the fact that we did speak with him a lot about the the case. I don't know. Maybe this is just Ernie talking nonsense, but it's a possibility. Mm. And also, I totally killed Chuckles, but that was, I can explain, that was justified. Um, (laughs) I I, I won't bring that up on the stand. Well, I mean, mean, we could. Like, aren't they going to question me at some point? Like, at what point do I go like, yeah, I killed Chuckles, but like, this is why. And then everyone's like, god damn, you had to kill him. I'm saying this under my breath, but like again, just too loud with the front row. I was like, wait, did he just say kill him? <laughs> like, I do think earlier in the trial, Monty did already confess to killing Chuckles, but I can't remember how loud his voice was when he did that. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't think it was a secret that I killed Chuckles. Chuckles had to die. He was part of the. Goddamn, what's the point of investigating crimes if you can't shoot at the people who committed the crimes? It's ridiculous. Exactly. We've never complained once about the fact that they saw the bus. I I think I I think I can do something with this, Uh, Mister Cassidy. I I should I should insist that you get up uh, up here and question this witness. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, (laughs) One moment while I stand up here, and he he slowly stands up and walks to the stand. Uh, Mister McDonald, uh, do you have any actual proof that these two fellas uh, actually tried to release any of your cows? Or in fact, that even even our our poor deceased friend Lefty tried to release any of your cows. Besides word from any of your your farmhands, of course, because that is not direct proof. Oh, no, I'm uh, not anything direct, but uh, except for the testimony that was uh, put forth uh, uh, here today with uh, Breaker. Uh, yes, of course. And uh, regarding uh, you know your former employee Chuckles, rest his soul. If these poor fellas on on the defendant stand there. Don't you think that uh, if they murdered that man in cold blood, that they wouldn't have been sharing case details with you this whole time? You know, questioning you and and such. If they weren't, in fact, involved in, in trying to solve all the strange happenings in Cattle Creek. Well, absolutely not. I mean, they, they've been sharing the details of their case. Um, yes, and, and I, I agree that uh, it, it seemed to be above the board every time that I spoke with them. So, so just to be clear, you have no reason to suspect that any of these fellas had any ill will towards Chuckles. Monty mutters under his breath, well, he was a chuckle fuck for one. <laughs> well, he took my knife and never gave it back. <laughs> I'd, I'd prefer not to answer that question. Uh, thank you for your, for your time, Mr. McDonald. Monty might recall sharing with Mr. McDonald, uh, directly telling him that 
He murdered <laughs> Chuckles. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> totally. I, at the very least, we probably told him Chuckles was a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, definitely when I told him I killed Chuckles, I definitely spoke ill of Chuckles. And you, I think, brought up the knife then, too, for sure, yeah. Probably, yeah. We did not speak well of Chuckles to Mr. McDonald. I don't know. I think that went well. <laughs> I think it went as well as it could have gone. <laughs> Sorry, Monty doesn't actually say that. That was legitimately Tom observing the yeah, trajectory of that one. It definitely could have gone a lot worse. Yeah, it was like almost best case scenario. Order. Order in the court. Um, I believe I have here uh, our next witness called by the uh, defendants, uh, Miss Officer Rory Hetfield. <laughs> Just Rory Hatfield. <laughs> uh, that's enough out of you, Ernie. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you have been warned once. <laughs> this will make it twice. <laughs> you see Officer Hatfield approaches the bench, and the bailiff says, Do you agree to tell the truth regardless of the consequences? Well, I, uh, yes, I do. Um, you see this spell is cast on her, and she sits at the bench. And Mr. Cassidy, you're up. Uh, Officer uh, Hatfield, uh, you, you hired these gentlemen to uh, investigate the case, didn't you? Uh, yes, I did. During the investigation prior to them being hired, uh, you must not have had any you know, reason to suspect them of any of the crimes that happened beforehand, did you? Well, of, of course not. I would not have uh, hired them if that was the case. You know, being in a position of legal authority, are you aware of the uh, evidence that is being held against them? Well, aside from the the box and the duster and the face mask, no, I'm not familiar with... Uh, I, ha I haven't seen the official list, if that is the question. Well, it seems as though that is the entire list of evidence. Uh, so do you think that is enough to, uh, you know, link these poor fellas to the crime of murder? Being a costume in a box? No, I do not. Uh, and uh, one more question. Uh, I don't know. You, I guess I suppose you don't have to answer this, but uh, could you share with the with the court your, your personal opinion on these two fellows? Well, there were a lot of people trying to sweep this uh, whole ordeal under the rug. There were only a few helpful people that uh, that really wanted, wanted the truth. And uh, I would consider these... Two men in front of you and uh, and uh, the late lefty, uh, good good people. It's more than I could say about a lot of folks. I think they're just trying to get a job done, trying to find their friend. Shit. Uh, that's going to be all. Thank you so much, Officer Hatfield. And uh, Detective Yorkland, your turn to uh, question. Now, Officer Hatfield, were you um, familiar with the details? Of the case, well, I was I was familiar with the murders, um, and I was chasing down part of the details uh, while uh, our detectives over there were taking care of. Uh, I would say the bulk of the investigation, doing a lot of the heavy lifting. And is it true that when I inquired about this case, that I was told there was no evidence, no leads? Not really anything. Yes, uh, uh, that's true. Now, I, I know that you shared with us all of the information that you had. 
At the very least, I believe that is true. Is that true? Yes, y yes, of course. Now, in, in terms of speaking to their character, can you see any reason why they would not have been forthcoming with the detective agency? Uh, no, sir. No I, no, I cannot. Do you have reason to believe that they were not forthcoming with the detective agency? With this, Officer Hatfield pauses. She takes a deep breath, and she says, I, I'd rather not say. That'll be all. Thank you, Officer Hatfield. Officer Hatfield returns to her seat, and the right honorable... <laughs> Wallaby Jones? Jo <laughs> Jocelyn Spring. Judge Jocelyn uh. Spring. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, literally in my head, it was just Judge Kangaroo. Like, there was... <laughs> I'm not going to pretend I had any... Oh, right. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> you hear Judge Springer say, All right, um, I believe that's it for our witness list. Uh, unless you, uh, the lawyers, have anything further, we'll move to our closing statements. All right, we gotta, we gotta call some surprise witness or something, Mister Mister Cassidy. <laughs> uh, what did you have in mind? You gotta get me on the stand to explain why I killed Chuckles and why this is all <laughs> misunderstanding. You think that's a good idea? Of course, it's a good idea. Why wouldn't it be a good idea, Mister Cassidy? I mean. <laughs> I suppose it's your it's your case. Uh, Ernie, back me up here. Chuggles took your goddamn knife. He let it go to another... I don't even know, but it went through that goddamn magic hole. <laughs> <laughs> Monty, I'm I'm not sure. I don't know if we want to just tell them we killed Suckers. Like, they have already been building a case against us. We I don't think this is the forum for exposing the whole conspiracy. Because they are Why not? There's an audience and everything. <laughs> and I literally, like, with my thumb, point to the people, like, as I say that. <laughs> Even though I'm, like, still slightly under my breath. Uh, I'm just not sure. I think it would be very dramatic, though. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Cassidy. You got to put me all in. All right, we all can right. make this right. Uh, Your Honor, uh, Your Honor, uh, Judge Springer, I, uh, I'd like to call uh, the defendant here, Monty McFuzz, to the stand. Uh, you hear a... a audible gasp from the audience <laughs> so uh, dramatic <laughs> and you see uh, detective yorkland's eyes light up uh and almost you see him uh, rub his hands together but he, he uh, <laughs> stifles that and montecore mcfuzz uh, you approach the bench. does he stifle it because i have a 21 passive perception <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not quite enough you do notice that and then just behind you ernie Olson. uh detective yorkland <laughs> could you knock that off please <laughs> uh, you see most of the people in this room have no idea what you're talking about but he does look a little sheepish <laughs> and monty you approach the bench the bailiff says to you do you agree to tell the truth regardless of the consequences every day sir i don't plan on changing <laughs> just a simple yes or no <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, I, well, I'm just a simple cat trying to make my way in the world. Uh, do you see they cast a zone of truth on you? Are you trying to resist? I think reflexively Monty would the first time just because he's okay. like more like not even attempting to. He would. Um, oh, fuck. I might actually pass. Though. That's a 19. Uh, you do pass. Yes. Yeah. Well, the mo Goddamn. What was that? Trying to <laughs> uh, 
please, Monty, uh, you have to choose to fail this uh, <laughs> fail this spell. <laughs> oh, right. You're doing your, your truth. Well, yeah, that's fine. Won't, won't make a difference. Just, just warn me next time you're about to cast a spell on me. I mean, I literally asked if you agreed. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> And they you asked if it. I agreed to tell the truth. I say uh, this as he's casting it, by the way. Yeah. To, to be fair to to somebody who hasn't been in court before, it would be a little shocking to you know agree to tell the truth. And uh, I, I think that's a reasonable statement, except that he'd seen uh, he'd uh, seen it happen multiple times. <laughs> exactly. uh, but he also has eight intelligence. He, he wasn't paying attention. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they cast. They ask, "Are you ready?" <laughs> All right, I'm ready. <laughs> and they cast zone of truth on you. Monty lays back in the chair just a little. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Monty, roll a, roll a charisma check for me, please. Cool, cool. Uh, not terrible, though. That's a 10. Um, Mr. Cassidy? Uh, yes, uh, uh, Mr. McFuzz. Before I ask any, like, any you know, pressing questions, is there anything you'd like to tell the jury and the audience and perhaps the judge who cares, <laughs> who cares about Detective Yorkland? <laughs> I mean, actually, yeah, there there is something I'd like to say, first of all, and that is uh, I'd like to know where I can get a goddamn tobacco cigarette since the Purple Tins <laughs> did not see to be kind enough to offer me even one during my time in that cell. Uh, you hear some uh, chuckles spread throughout the... Uh, <laughs> what, what do you say, <laughs> Judge Springer? I'm about to pull a Ricky from Charlie Park. <laughs> I know, that's yeah. all I can get. <laughs> I've been waiting for it, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> okay, uh, roll me another charisma check here. Uh, maybe persuasion. Oh. I'll, uh, yeah. I almost want it to be intimidation. <laughs> no, but that's, that's, uh, I mean, that's you an could go if you, if you want. You could go for intimidation. No, I thought about it, but then now that I know, I've already. I'm going to be uh, now that I know I've already rolled a 16 plus. Two, if I can't I'm smoke good. and swear, I'm fucked. <laughs> right? Like I was like, do I just literally turn the kangaroo and go? Listen here, Josh. <laughs> no, 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 I just I go uh, with what I've done. Yeah, that's that's fine. It's goddamn Galdovia, isn't it? Goddamn rad. All right, anyone anyone got a, a Quirly? Gonna need, gonna need uh, a lot, you, the too. Bailiff, the bailiff pulls one out of their pocket uh, and, and puts it in your mouth, lights it up. I knew I liked well, Goddamn, you're all right there. <laughs> At least we didn't give him a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, was there anything else you wanted to say uh, right out the gate? <laughs> Monty takes like a deep drag that's just like a little too long, given that he already didn't like continue speaking, and then goes, Oh, well, I mean, I guess we could talk about, you know, how ridiculous it is that you would put a man on trial for shooting a criminal that he was investigating. It just don't make no sense to me. Did I kill Chuckles? Of course I killed goddamn Chuckles. Chuckles was working with the killers. Uh, audible gasps again. We literally saw Chuckles helping some guy in a red cloak taking Buddy away. He attacked us and let Ernie's knife be taken away, making his thievery only more insidious. And then I shot him and he died and, and that was that. There were also a couple Thunderbirds we killed. I reckon the Purpleton probably found those. Or at least uh, some feathers, maybe. Alright, Mr. McFuzz, uh, yeah, that was a little bit of a bombshell. I'm sure it shocked most people in the room. Well, I mean, yeah, because these Purpleton clowns won't even try the right people for the crime. Like Chuckles and this red-cloaked person who's been getting away the entire time, they were holding the only people investigating the crime in the jail cells. 
I mean, I should have known when those Purbletons didn't even want to come with us to investigate the case that none of them actually were interested in helping the people of Cattle Creek find answers for the horrific tragedies that have been occurring. Hey, Monty, another deep drag. So the Red Duster and the, and the face mask are, uh, th- those are evidence that you fellas gathered against some other culprit. Is that correct? Objection, Bruh. leading the witness. Monty turns to the judge. Does that mean I, I tell him that we weren't sure yet or no? <laughs> Watch yourself, Mr. Cassidy. Go on there. I don't know exactly what I did wrong. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't even actually watching at the time. It was just Ernie and Lefty, and then they came and told me afterwards. Bit of a strange situation. I, I didn't want to be snooping, you know, but it turned out they were right. It, it may have been evidence. I turned to the judge again. Or, or am I not supposed to be? How, how does this work? I'm new to court. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Uh, you, you are ready to tell your story, and you're allowed to tell your story. Uh, so one point of contention that the uh, the Purbletons have against you is that you didn't, uh, well, you didn't share anything with them when you came down off the mountain, uh, and <laughs> and it seems as though you didn't share with them that Chuckles was a perpetrator of one of these crimes. Uh, is there a reason you didn't do that? <laughs> well, of course we couldn't, sir. We hadn't ruled Railroad Rogers out as a suspect yet. You hear another audible gasp. We actually never even spoke to her. <laughs> <gasps> Not Railroad Rogers! <laughs> so if we hadn't even investigated Railroad Rogers, and suddenly she's hired a bunch of, you know, thugs who aren't even from this town and only answer to a paycheck to come investigate it, and as far as we can tell, they've done nothing to investigate. Now hold on. Where have we heard that before? Now I've never been a thinking man, but I can think about five minutes into the past, and I remember a certain someone saying that they thought we didn't have any evidence and therefore were up to no good. But as far as I can tell, they ignored all the evidence we did try to show them. And what the hell have they done for goddamn Cattle Creek? Let me ask you that. And I turned directly to the jury. (laughs) If anything, as far as I can tell, the only person in this town who I think has any integrity and authority is goddamn Mr. McDonald over there. Who, Who gave these Purpletons the authority? Yeah beats me and I take another deep drag and exhale and then I go no further statements your honor (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's not how this works Uh, you'll have to well again you're gonna have to explain it to me because I'm not a veteran of the court I'm only a veteran of the war the war that gave you all freedom (laughs) (laughs) oh god Um, damn gonna be rolling that next charisma save with advantage (laughs) I wasn't even born in Goldovia but that was one way to earn citizenship in this fine land that you have all blessed me with I'll have to uh, uh, speak with Mr. Cassidy on uh, prepping his witnesses (laughs) next time but um, that's all right. listen I was given 12 hours to prepare for this case I said that's alright 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 uh, all right. <laughs> now, is that, is that all, Mr. Cassidy? Uh, no, I, I did want to, uh, you know, bring a, a certain piece of evidence in front of uh, the attention of yourself and, and the, the entire room, in fact. You you, you fellas found uh, this box here with the four keys, right? Barlow goes and gets the secret mystery box from, from the pyramid and, and shows Monty. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, Mr. Cassidy. I bet the Purpletons haven't even opened it yet. <laughs> turning down evidence left and right 
And then when he says left, he gets sad for a second. <laughs> so as a matter of fact, whatever's in this here box, uh, you know, it may contain evidence to exonerate you fellas. Uh, it may or it may not. At the very least, I can say it would rule out at least one suspect in this case. But either way, I think it would. And then Monty pauses for like a while. Smokes maybe even two, three drafts <laughs> to the point that it's a bit awkward. Well, I think it would it would help this case finally come to its conclusion. <laughs> well, if you don't mind providing me with a little bit of guidance there, Monty. We have the four keys right here with it, if, if you don't mind guiding me a little bit. Seeing as I haven't seen this box before this moment. Well, see, that's just the problem. I, I was never much of a thinking man. And I mean, since the Purpletons already shot and murdered Lefty... Um, the only man who I think might be able to pull that off is, unfortunately, would be uh, Ernie over there. And, I mean, he's not currently on the stand, so I don't know how that would work. Uh, I guess I should just sit down and then, you know, you can talk to him and Yorkland can fuck off. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that, to be honest with you. What do you, what do you say, Judge? <laughs> uh, please watch your language in the court. Uh, that will be your last warning for your team and your witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, goddamn. Can't even swear in court. I thought this was Goldovia. I didn't want to fool Ricky yet, but I was like, I have to do something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if, if uh, you know, if the jury and the audience don't mind being a little bit patient with me here, I'm just going to try a few, uh, you know, a few combinations of these keys. Oh, Jesus, we're doing this? <laughs> okay. Yeah, Barla's going to pick up the key that is shaped like a V. And he's putting that in the first key slot. Okay. And then E, and then I, and then L. Oh God. Uh, I would put I'd put them all in first, and then try to turn them. As you put these four keys in the lock, they all kind of nest well, as if you've put a key in your front door lock. Oh, it doesn't nest that great. Oh, uh, in my front door lock. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you see, you the, thing, I mean. the thing about the gate for the alleyway is that it's <laughs> it's not like a normal lock. <laughs> you got to jiggle it a little bit before you can turn it. It's more of like a porticulus or whatever the fuck. I, I forget the Port-cullis. word. Portcullis. Portcullis, that's the one, yeah. It's a drawbridge. <laughs> I think my key's been through uh, Home Depot too many times. So you know, just, you know, error after error, you know, it just piles up. It works, but like just barely. It's it's just a it's just a fence, isn't it? You just climb the fence. Listen. There's no key involved. Not not everybody. It's more of like a DIY. Not everybody lives in no, a Corey fancy apartment. Not everybody can. Corey's just pretending to know what lock. keys are now. <laughs> okay, you put these four keys into the box. They nest well, and then you try to turn them. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Fuck me. As you turn the L, you see the box opens wisps of smoke start pouring out of it they surround you and encompass you barlow you found yourself to be temporarily blinded as the smoke encompasses everyone you hear water water <laughs> uh you hear the knocking of the gavel you hear general chaos from the crowd i said order uh, you guys kind of sit in this fog. What are you guys doing? I honestly don't think I'm doing anything because I think Ernie Ernie were to like run away, I think it would be even more incriminating, so I think he's just staying still. Monty, what's what's going through your head? 
Monty, like once, and I, I assume it's getting to the point that like it's hard for everyone, like it's starting to get hard for everyone to see, like it's starting to get. That's like, right. Yeah, I think once that starts, you hear happening, scattered coughing and um and again general chaos going on. Yeah, this I think like right right before it starts to get to Monty, I picture as he's just finishing his cigarette too, he just like <laughs> calmly turns to the bailiff and goes, "Now listen here, sir, I know you're doing a job and you're doing a good job, but if." If this is the worst case scenario I'm worried about, you might want to take these off. And I hold up my handcuffs. And I might even give him, like, I almost want to try intimidation, but not intimidation like I'm trying to, like, act like I'm threatening him. Like, I just want to give him a look like this is incredibly serious. You know what I mean? Like, intimidate him more with, like, the situation than, like, my... Like, I'm not trying to make him think I'm a threat. I'm more, like, trying to give him a look like, are you prepared to die here today? No, I might even have it in the end. So, so tell me there, friend, are you prepared to die here today? Or do you want to hope that I don't try to escape? Give me a flat intimidation check. Cool, cool. That's a 15. I'm sorry, that's not how this works, Monty. You're on trial. Well, fair enough. I think it's time we pray to whatever force we believe might give us salvation then. And I flick the cigarette into the fog. You do see that at the at the mention of it, he pulls his keys kind of like um out they're dangling from his belt, but he pulls them out of his pocket. <laughs> it's kinda of like hooked onto his belt in his pocket, if you know what I mean. Nice. In that so case he's, he's pulled them out to make them visible. In that case I'll switch my I'll switch my last line to be Monty kinda Monty kinda like out of the corner of his eye notices and just kinda nods and goes, Alright, fair enough. But you just let me know if you change your mind. And then he flicks the rest, the the butt of the cigarette into the fog. And the smoke envelops you. Barlow, are you doing anything? Um, You're holding this box as it's um, smoking up. uh, I think I'd set it down on the floor and maybe try and feel my way towards like a wall. Okay. Um, Why don't you give me an investigation check? Um... I'm going to say flat. I think you know where the wall is, but and you're just trying right, to... Yeah. You have enough lead time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is 16. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, you make your way back to the wall after the judge is shouting, order, order. You guys kind of sit in this smoke. Barlow, are you doing anything more? Besides, like, the blindness, is it affecting, like, my breathing or anything at all? Um, no, it, it sounds like it's people are coughing because they see smoke kind of a thing, kind of a placebo effect. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'll just like use a dodge action because I'm not, I can't, uh, I can't see anything. So I'm not doing anything in particular. And um, you guys hear some spells being cast. Um, and uh, within no time from the spells being cast, you see the smoke disappears. Uh, do I recognize like who's casting the spells? Uh, yes, it's the courtroom, the bailiff. Okay. Uh, and it, it, it's some sort of a wind spell. You feel the, the rush of this uh, wind blow through the court. Order, order! Mr. Cassidy, what's the meaning of this? Well, you see, he probably just hasn't figured out the puzzle yet. That's why we need either <laughs> Ernie or Lefty, except Lefty's been murdered by Purpletons. I told y'all. Ah, uh, yes, I really do believe that this box is... Uh, is <laughs> If you'll forgive the pun, the key to solving this case. As you reference the box, uh, you look 
for it, and you see that it's missing. Well, what the hell? That could be good or bad. Or both. <laughs> Definitely both. <laughs> <laughs> we need to lock this place down. The culprit must be inside this building. <laughs> Goddamn. The Purpletons must be stealing evidence. Like the corporate thugs they are. They just didn't want to see these <laughs> these fellas go free. Now, what are you talking about? Order. I'm sorry. That's uh, it's enough. Order. I apologize, Judge, but I promised I would only tell the truth, regardless of the consequences. <laughs> <laughs> I may be new to court, but some of these rules were very clear, sir, with all due respect. I, I do believe that. You believe that. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm going to have to say that uh, court will be adjourned for today. We'll take a quick... We're going to take a... Um, recess. We're going to take Disney's a recess. recess. Trying to get everyone sorted. That's right, Disney's uh, Recess. Get at us. <laughs> we need some sponsors. Yeah, this is the part where we play kickball to prove our innocence. Well, now we're getting sued. Mr. Cassidy, please speak with your witnesses uh, and your defendants and make sure there are no more outbursts. Um, Bailiff, can you locate the missing evidence, please? Um, and you do see with that the doors get locked. Um, why don't you give me a perception check? Uh, yeah, everybody, uh, give me a perception check. I will say, are you are you guys are you like looking around for the Monty? Actually, might because I think Monty. Gen this isn't even like a, like Monty genuinely believes that the Purpletons have stolen evidence while the smoke was up, like for okay. sure. So I think Monty actually is actively trying to look around. Yeah. And are you like specifically looking at Purpletons? I guess? Um, yeah, totally. Like I'm definitely looking okay. at specifically Yorkland, but also Bert, Ernie, and the other like Yorkland and the three who were there yeah. for the sh who killed Lefty. Okay. I think are definitely the four I'm focused on specifically. Um, Barlow, are you? Uh, you said lock this place down. The thief is yeah, I, I think I'd be looking more towards the audience to see if any of them might okay. have it or might look suspicious. Okay, uh, Ernie. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm just sort of looking closer to where the the box was. I guess. Okay. okay. Uh, can I get perception checks? From yeah. <laughs> Classic. I got a seven. Oh, nice. Twenty. Keeping up the tradition of terrible. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Nice. Uh, the DC was easier for you also because you were looking in the correct spot Barlow um, nice. you look to the back of the courtroom and you notice that Railroad Rogers is no longer in the courtroom Ooh. this is big boy of course she isn't god damn it god damn it no don't god damn it this is good <laughs> we can Barlow Barlow can use this uh, your honor bailiff uh, Railroad Rogers uh, she's gone well, goddamn, this is our fault, Ernie. We should have investigated her sooner. I yell out. <laughs> <laughs> like across to him. Yes, I only didn't suggest that so many times. <laughs> I turn to the judge, the jury, and I go, this part is honestly my fault. Not not the, the nonsense the Purpleton said, but but I, I should have agreed with Ernie to go investigate Railroad Rogers sooner. Order! Order! <laughs> in the court! <laughs> Sorry, Judge, I'm just confessing to my crimes <laughs> of, being a, of being a poor junior good detective. Now that's enough. <laughs> we are taking a recess. Court will resume tomorrow. Uh, and you folks can be escorted to your cells. Wait, seriously, Judge? 
that somebody has absconded with the evidence inside your courtroom. Yes, and we're taking care of that. We're locking down the courtroom, and we're looking for them. Well, you better be looking for Railroad Roger specifically, because uh, she's the only one missing. <laughs> Just so you know. Mr. Cassidy, in my quarters. And you see, um, uh, and, and Detective Yorkland, you as well. Come on. And they go back to uh, their office. Are you joining? I mean, I don't really have a choice. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. No, he just quits. <laughs> All right, see you <laughs> fellas later. I'm going to get a beer. I hear the hotel's still open. <laughs> the prices are good this time of year. They have a, a deal. You walk to a very nice office um, with, like, dark wooden shelves, uh, a beautiful oak desk. And on the back, it just says, Sponsored by Railroad Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the judge turns to you and says, Mr. Cassidy, now those are some very serious accusations that you're throwing around. Well, listen, all I know is that the, the box is missing, and so is Railroad Rogers. I mean, I, I saw her there with my own eyes, and then I saw her not there also with my own eyes. <laughs> uh, uh, fair enough, but I, I'd also like to point out that through the evidence that you've opened up this box, and, uh, and then the smoke came out and caused pandemonium in my courtroom so before we start pointing fingers we, we'll do a proper thorough investigation but I'd, I'd just like to say do you have anything that leads to Railroad Rogers besides uh, you saw her there and now she's not well, I mean she's the only one that's gone and the box is also gone that's pretty clear <laughs> evidence to me that uh... are you sure that she's the only one gone and uh, I mean once the smoke started flying I would wanted to get the well I mean I rolled too. a 27 on perception <laughs> Railroad Rogers was the only name mentioned that was no longer in the room. I mean, uh, I understand that you, you strongly believe that. I, 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 I don't know what that twenty-seven business means. On a scale of one uh, to twenty, I'm twenty-seven <laughs> sure that Railroad Rogers is the only one gone. Mr. Cassidy, uh, as I said, we will do a thorough investigation. Uh, this is a very serious matter. We will take your accusation seriously, but. Uh, please keep an open mind. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, seriously, you should keep an open mind. Can I insight Yorkland on what he's trying to get at? <laughs> uh, you can. Uh, it's very easily, uh, you can see that he's, he's, yes, just, sir, he's just trying to have sex with you. <laughs> Earl the 21. <laughs> uh, he's just being like, ah, you got told off no. by the teacher. <laughs> Court will resume tomorrow. Uh, at the crack of 2, two uh, p.m. as it's normal. <laughs> um, Wasn't it 3? Was it 2? It's kangaroo. Course. They're on Australian time. Right sure, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, okay. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, it's uh, 2 my time. We're talking about it here. It's 3 p.m. And uh, <laughs> is there anything uh, further that you gentlemen would like? Oh, I thought it was the wrong time to take a sip of water. <laughs> I just want to be sure that, you know, this Railroad Rogers character is being looked into because I know, you know, she has a lot of pull in this town and I, I just really hope that, uh, you know, she doesn't have the legal system in her pocket. I agree. And, uh, and, and uh, as I said, we will take all your inquiries very seriously. It's because it's in his pouch in uh-huh. his pocket. He's pulling, yeah. one, of, he's pulling oh. one of those kangaroo loopholes. That's another way of saying pouch. It's a kangaroo loophole. <laughs> Uh, is that all, Mr. Cassidy? Uh, I suppose it is. Are you sure you don't want to ask uh, if your uh, d- 
defendants can get out on bail. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, I already asked that, and you know Yorkland refused, and he's he's all bent out of shape about it, and. You know, my, my, my clients even agreed to stay in jail just on account of how difficult the whole process was. All right. Fair enough. I mean, you could ask them if they want to be let out on bail and we can arrange that, but... I mean, I, I don't need to do anything. They're your clients. I'm fine. They can stay in jail. <laughs> I don't know why I thought a talking kangaroo with an Australian accent was going to be an honest judge. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we'll see you gentlemen tomorrow. Uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Judge. Good day. Oh yeah, good day. <laughs> uh, Barlow, you walk back out in the courtroom. Uh, you see your two defendants being brought together and about to be escorted back to the jail cell. Uh, just to be clear, you fellas are still not interested in being let out on bail. We ain't giving one cent to those goddamn corrupt purple tins. Uh, wait a minute, Monty. This is a pretty big. Uh, I I fear that we are delaying investigating Railroad Rogers again. Well, now the Purpletons are in charge of the case now, and Monty's saying this like full volume for all to hear. So surely, they're gonna get to the bottom of it and save Cattle Creek. Right now, we gotta worry about the trial. I don't know. What do you think, Mister Cassidy? Do you think it went well? <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> saying this like full volume. I mean, yeah, the trial's going <laughs> perfect, but. Uh... You know, the Purpletons are never going to look into Railroad Rogers. Uh, you know, they're in her pocket. You're the only one that can save Cattle Creek here, Monty. Well then, goddamn. I guess we'll just have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> and Monty looks off no. into the distance. Wait for the sunrise. <laughs> There's another option. Monty's in his head. You do know what bail means, don't you, Monty? Well, we can't bail. We gotta, we gotta take out the <laughs> artillery fire. <laughs> Wait, sorry, wait, no, um, look, all I'm saying is that I think everything's going perfectly fine, and I see no reason to change our course until, until we see reason to adapt. <sighs> all right, Monty. I mean, maybe, what, if you really want, I mean, Ernie, you could do bail for yourself, and, and we can just meet up tomorrow. What do you say, Ernie? I don't think I'm as good of a junior detective by myself. <laughs> Uh, yes, okay, I'll do it. Let me out on bail. I guess I'd look over to whoever's handcuffing them. Yeah, uh, it's it's one of the Purpleton lackeys. Uh, yeah, I suppose you keep this one free, and uh, who, do, who do I make the check out to? We're now, uh, now in uh, kangaroo court. Go talk to the judge. Huh? Go talk to the judge. I just did, and she doesn't want anything to do with it. What? I wasn't there, but that's not what she said. <laughs> I'm very confused at this moment. She said that she wasn't going to go find out if your defendants wanted to go to jail or, or be bailed out, that you should be approaching her with that information. Okay, whatever. Uh, well, y you know what, Barlow? Uh, I think I better stay with Monty. That's okay. No, no, Ernie. You gotta trust me on this one. It's gonna be okay. Alright. Okay, let's go. Uh, and the judge is leaving uh, the courtroom. They come out of their office. Uh, they're walking past you, Barlow. Uh, yeah, we're letting uh, Ernie out on bail. Uh, oh, uh, alright. Um, Detective Yorkland, uh, what would you like bail to be set at? 
I've got two gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, I, I said uh, I thought it was fair to uh, to set bail for the both of them at uh, 50 gold pieces. Uh, I think that's fair. I think that's a little high there. Um, uh, I agree, especially since they elected to stay in jail before the trial. I mean, they're clearly not a flight risk at all. Yes, I will be back in time for court tomorrow. You have my word. I think that's uh, fair to believe then. Mr. Cassidy, do you have um, a counter offer? Well, I think on account of their, you know, good behavior in jail, I, I would say maybe ten gold pieces. Uh, can you roll me a persuasion check? I shall. Uh, Seventeen. I don't see any reason why that's not fair. Sure. Bail set at ten gold, and she knocks uh, the gavel. She <laughs> runs up to her desk and knocks the gavel. <laughs> 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 Kangaroo jumps like over though, which would be oh yeah, that's awesome. right. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah, hops hops up. That's such an amazing image. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hops back down. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, and she she points like sternly at you, Ernie, and you, Monty. Monty kind of nods and goes, "I ain't going nowhere, Judge." Yes, you will, Zuds. All right. Yorkland looks kind of pissed off. We'll take the ten gold, though. Yeah, hand it over. All right. Uh, as the judge said, uh, you're free to go. Can I have my sit back? Uh, everything that's not listed as uh, evidence. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, just come down to the station with us, and uh, yeah, we'll, we can get you your stuff. No problem. Uh, uh, and they uncuff uh, both Monty and Ernie. Well, now, hold on. I never said I was posting bail. I mean, you, do you want to stay in jail? I, I mean, it, it seems it seems like a buy one, get one free there, <laughs> Monty. Well, then I guess Ernie's got one in the bank for later. <laughs> <laughs> so it's settled. Let's go back to the jailhouse. All right. I mean, yeah. If uh, you're welcome to stay in the uh, in the jail cell overnight, if you want, we have no other visitors. However, if um, someone happens to be arrested today, then uh, we might have to kick you out. That's it. Oh, don't worry. I don't think the current law enforcement's gonna be doing much arrests. <laughs> <laughs> um, further <laughs> dampening Yorkland's mood of you guys. Uh, you guys make your way over to the sheriff's office. Detective Yorkland um, opens up a... Uh, Sorry, on the way, actually. On the way, though, mm -hmm. I want to try to kind of get some distance with Barlow mm -hmm. at one point. Okay. I don't think that'd be too hard to do. Um, and I think I kind of want to, like, lean down a bit and kind of, like, in his ear, just a real, like, quiet, like, uh, and Mr. Cassidy, um, I reckon tonight in the cell, it might be best if I uh, stay up a little later than normal, uh, I don't know if you might be able to get me, but I know I know in the army they used to give us, you know, the, this, this drink. It had a small amount of something they called uh, cocaine or something. I don't know. I don't know if you can, but just I, I need something for some some nighttime alertness. <laughs> I reckon if uh, if things play out like I fear they might. I mean, <laughs> I might be able to make a phone call or a, a telegraph. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't sure if that was what you do, but I figured, like, if you can get people out of jail, you're probably also someone who can get, you know, things in jail, so it just seemed like it made sense. I mean, you don't have to be in in jail, to be fair. Trust me, I do, Mr. Cassidy. At least for one night. And Monty stares off into the distance. <laughs> uh, would I have seen, like, a purveyor of, 
of stimulants in my short time here. <laughs> it was legal. It it was legal for the record at the time. Yeah, I in, think, in the wild I think West, you could yeah. buy it at the general store. It's my or the doctor maybe because there's probably like a doctor. Sure, in his doctor. Own store, maybe. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You can buy it at the uh, local drug mart. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie leans. leans in fact, back. in fact, uh, Monty can buy his own if he wants <laughs> on the way back to jail. Oh no! In fact, I would add in that he can use my money though because he has access to it. Absolutely, that's good. That's a good point. Oh. Uh, Yorklin, yeah, I'm I'm a little uh you know, I'm a little drowsy. Do you mind if we, we stop at uh you know, Doc Holiday's place on the way to the jailhouse? <laughs> um If it's no difference to you, I mean technically both of these fellows are free for the, the next twenty four hours, so Yeah, right. You're welcome to stop there. Um I'll get your stuff ready and you can come by and pick it up. No, I'll come back with you, detective. Alright. Alright, let's go, Monty. Sounds good. Like we said, you're free to go, Monty. <laughs> no, no. You may have given an extra bail, but that bail's for Ernie if he needs it later. I'm going to do my time until you realize I'm innocent. <laughs> as as we walk away, as I walk away with Detective Yorklin, Ernie goes, so is it like a get-out-of-jail-free card, or how do I... <laughs> um, <laughs> how do I save this for later? Um, you, you don't? <laughs> I, I don't understand. The next time why. you're accused of a crime, you get bail. It's not how that works. Um, I, <laughs> That's I, how Monty I, thinks it works. I know. Yeah. I hate to break it to you, but Monty is free to go now. And if he chooses not to, that is his own decision and is unrelated to your future endeavors against the law. No problem. I have a $5 coupon for next bail. <laughs> and uh, you guys um, you guys make your way into the doctor's office. I assume you're just purchasing cocaine and then leaving. <laughs> but not pure cocaine. It's like watered down. It's not, right. it's not ridiculous. Yeah, it's like a cocaine beverage. Yeah. Yeah, Coca-Cola. I got you. Uh, no, Goopacol. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, that's It's right. Goop. It's Goop, yeah. Goop, yeah. It's interdimensional Goop. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's definitely not Pops here, else Monty's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh okay so then ernie i'll, I'll buy i'll buy three portions of it okay. <laughs> whatever um, that costs three portions imagine you walked into a convenience store yes i'll have three portions of coke please. <laughs> listen we, we call it something different <laughs> in the city than you guys do here you yeah you can purchase that easily um lefty would ask for three portions 100 <laughs> percent and yeah. I wouldn't have questioned it at all. <laughs> I'm going to say, I don't know, it cost you a silver. Excellent. Yeah, Yorkland escorts Ernie back to the sheriff's office. You see them open a drawer uh, with a key, like a locked drawer, uh, grab all of your possessions uh, and hand them to you. Is anything of note of my possessions, like evidence? No, um, it, it's just literally the duster, the face mask, and the box. Okay. Uh, your hat is your hat is there. Great. I put all my stuff back on, and mostly I'm very happy to have my staff and my pipe, and I immediately light up. Um, yeah, and not too much longer, Barlow and Monty make your way to the sheriff's office. Andrew, just before they get there, I think uh, Ernie says to uh, Detective Yorkland, listen, Detective... Uh, I don't know how this is all going to unfold, if you will, but I am sorry for my outbursts. You know, my friend had just died, and you and your men had killed him. Uh, so, uh, just wanted to say that before, you know, the proverbial sit hits the proverbial fan. I, um, I appreciate that, Ernie. 
I'll also say that um, I uh, I'm sorry that that Lefty had to die. It's not something that um, that we wanted. Yes, I don't know uh, where you will end up in this scenario, but uh, I hope that it is on the the right side. Well, know this, Arnie. Justice waits for no person, and at the end of the day, it's night. But when the nights become day <laughs> once again, that's where justice is, and it will knight you as you deserve. All right. And at this point, Barlow and Monty come back. I and... assume I po- I, I assume I just pocketed one of the goops because yeah, I would have just handed it to you on the way. Thomas, yeah, Monty, your stuff is sitting on a desk for you to take if you want. I leave it on the desk. Okay. And you plop yourself in one of the jail cells. Um, who's actually there before I do that? It's it's just Detective Yorkland and a couple of uh, beat Purpletons, lackeys. In that case, yes. Okay. Uh, what are Barlow and Ernie doing? I think I just like nod towards the door and like start walking away. Have a good night, Monty. I'll uh, I'll see you in the morning, I guess. Yeah, no, I'll see you in the morning, Mr. Cassidy, and, uh, well, I reckon we'll have lots more to discuss. I hope so. Stay safe, my friend. I mean, I'll be as safe as I can be. It's up to the the Burbletons here now, I guess. And I give a wink (laughs) and a smile. All right. Barlow, you're no lefty, you're no Monty, but... (laughs) Uh, you're all right so far in my books. So, how do we figure out we we, we need to find Railroad Rogers? Well, uh, I got I guess once we're out of like earshot of the station, yeah, um, he'd say, uh, "Well, I think uh, Monty has a bit of a plan there." Yes, uh, he seems to think that if uh, you know he stays alone in the jail cell overnight. That something might come and like try and snatch him or something. Does that sound familiar at all to you? Uh, yes, I, I do think that that is his plan. So uh, my hope is that we can go do some a little bit of investigation, and then come back here for nightfall, uh, so we can see whatever it is that takes him, and follow. Ah, uh, perfect. Here, uh, I got us some goop to. <laughs> Oh, you know, keep us energized through the night. Goopa Cola, my favorite. Yeah, I can. I can even taste the purple. <laughs> uh, I can more taste the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, you, you're a little more familiar with the case than I am. Uh, did you have anything in mind that we could investigate? Well, we're going to go with a tried and tested option. We're going to go out. Go to visit Tom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't know that. Um, <laughs> we're going to visit Tom Ladon. <laughs> uh, I, I, actually, I think it is a good idea to go see those guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is like the third or fourth time. <laughs> No, 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 wait, wait. There's only one man who can solve this. It's Tom Ladon. Uh, no. Suddenly the Department of Defense makes sense. I, I get it now. 
no, my uh, my my plan was even more silly, uh, if you can imagine. Uh, my hope was to go back to just outside the the courthouse and see if anyone saw Railroad Rogers and where she went. I mean, sure, it's wor- it's worth a shot, I think. Uh, and yeah, I'd make my way back to the courthouse. We can go see our friends. We should put a posse together. But first, I think it is finally time to go see Railroad Rogers. And that is where we're going to end our session. <laughs> nice. Nice. This is absolutely disgusting. The entire trial is ridiculous, Yorkland. The only one who was murdered was Wayne Lefty Poncho. This is like that goddamn Poncho Viva fiasco all over again. Ridiculous? Ridiculous? The trial was not ridiculous, Jimothy. Plus, even if Wayne Lefty Poncho was Poncho Viva, then who would be Lefty in the situation? Yeah, Wayne Lefty Poncho can't be Poncho and Lefty. And even if he were one of them, it would obviously be Lefty. What are you talking about? Lefty would not be Lefty. Lefty was a goddamn traitor. But Lefty would never stoop to such treachery. What the hell are you talking about, Jim? You're not making any sense. God damn it, Pete. I am obviously talking about two different Lefties in this scenario. Stop trying to cloud my message with fake clues. You should not be so rude to our waiter, Mr. Withersby. But also, are you entirely sure that your message isn't actually a giant cloud disguised as, um, not a cloud? Yeah, I've never even heard of this Poncho Viva guy. You were literally the one who brought him up before. Fake clues, Jim. This is clearly just a distraction dragon. Are y'all seriously going to pretend we didn't all talk about Poncho Viva? Can somebody get Gurk? Even he knew. Oh, I don't know about that, Jim. As a male waitress at Dave Girk's family restaurant, I can assure you that Mr. Girk knows nothing about any cover-ups of any kind. And also that the soup of the day is, in fact, creme de broccoli. All right, fine. You want to cover up Pancho Viva? Go ahead. But I will not allow you to distract me with my favorite kind of soup while Detective Yorkland dances over concerns about this farce of a trial. This is not justice. It's kangarustus. Jesus, con, Jim. Why would you make up a cooler word for the thing you don't like? Yeah, Jim. Kangarustus sounds like the fourth best thing mammals have ever done. No, I will not stand idly by while this shift in the balance of power allows you all to skip away into tyranny. Kangarustus is not acceptable. Look at these witnesses. First they call in some guy who worked with the two heroes whose names I will not mention on account of how shady y'all are acting, and it turns out this guy didn't even have the basic facts of the case. I mean... Yeah, it it would actually be pretty suspicious if one of the witnesses were given, you know, all the facts of the case before the trial, but hold on, wait a minute. Did you just call Ernie a hero? Well, yeah, detective, but only because you obviously lied about his character before. Now that I know he's one of the good guys on the side of freedom and that you were just lying to me straight to my trunk, I'm starting to question if Monty really did look like a tiger. Maybe he looked like a bobcat. I mean, he did not. And see, I don't have any problem with bobcats. Their teeth are small. They're they're trustworthily small. And I think you knew that. What are you... Who who knows that? And then the second witness was the asshole who murdered Lefty. Outrageous. 
Then that murderer fully admitted that he didn't even follow up on any of the evidence, likely due to a classic big piece payoff or a strategically placed blowjob. And then you call up the sheriff, if you can even call him that, who is far too incompetent to work for Big Peace. So he's clearly one of them useful idiot types who is great at never asking hard questions. I get it. It's a classic Big Peace move. I've seen it a thousand times. But the next part is where you went too far. To call up the employer of Ernie and Monty as a witness? I do not see why that would be a problem. Well, of course you wouldn't, you freedom-hating bastard. For one thing, the only thing an employer should have to witness is his own profits, going up, of course, and not a bunch of wasteful kangarustus that he never even agreed to. But more importantly, there is nothing more sacred than the bond of an employer and his employee. And for you to exploit that is diabolical. Imagine if I exploited Jesus. It's demonic. It's like when the commies would brainwash the little employees into ratting out their bosses. And they didn't even stop at one boss. They called in Miss Lady Cop Rory Hadfield too. Just Officer Hadfield. Look, the point is, the only witness who was making any sense was Monty. Oh. You're not supposed to be a witness at your own trial, Jim. Everyone knows if the feds ever get you, you say nothing to the cops, the cons, or the courtroom. You respect the three C's, get locked up, and you just become a mime. Of course. I mean, I always have my face paint at the ready. And then you're the one with all the invisible walls. That doesn't make any sense. Who has face paint in prison? And more importantly, why would the prisoners in a prison want more walls? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I get it. <laughs> why, 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 would, why would they want invisible walls? Oh, Jim, Jiminy, Jim, Jiminy, Jim, Jim, Jeru. There's no time to whip, 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 wither. You, you were so close. Why would the prisoners build the walls? You ask. You! Ha! Invisibility really is a trick! But the real trick! Now just you wait! Because a true juggler never reveals his balls! And a true detective never reveals he's juggling! <laughs> oh yes, citizens! Yes! Oh, you're all gonna love how this one unfolds. Hi, this is Ernie from the acclaimed podcast With Their Forces Combined. The guys wanted me to thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you liked the show, let them know. You could tell your spirit hawk to leave a sign in the sky... You could leave them a five-star review. You could follow them. You could subscribe to them. You could share it with your animal friends. Sow it to a squirrel. Sow it to a dolphin. Sow it to your friends. Maybe your friends aren't squirrels and dolphins. I'm just adding a third option. Or if you really like it, you can throw them some gold on their Patreon. I know they have some extra episodes incoming soon. You can also reach them on Instagram at WTFC.podcast. Cory likes to post his art there, and you can even find some extra words of wisdom from Mrs. Storyteller. 
Thank you.